You must be the change you wish to see in the world. Mahatma Gandhi. Hi, welcome back. I'm Rhonda, the Good Influencer. Thank you so much for tuning in from all over social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Deezer, Pandora, Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Listen Notes. I'm trying to be everywhere, Spotify, all those places that um, I'm hoping that you'll get the message of encouragement and that I want you to be a good influence as well. You know, it's hard to be impeccable with your word, huh? And to not take anything personally. Keep going. It takes practice and more practice and practice and practice and practice. I think there's a joke that says, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall? And they say, yeah, practice. (laughs) So you just have to do it. And I know you can see the difference already. I know you can feel it. You're not gossiping. You're not making silly rebuts to comments. And you're telling yourself to keep it moving, aren't you? kind of building up better boundaries from all the nonsense that used to be in your life that was actually holding you down. I think some of you actually are feeling uplifted. So let's continue on that theme. Now I want to help you more emotionally. I want you to sustain this progress and just grow exponentially. We're going to talk about the third agreement. Don't make assumptions making assumptions is just so problematic. I mean, asking for problems, it's like taking a poison pill. It's drama all day long, like those soap soap operas, Days of Our Lives, The Young and the Restless, As the World Turns, Edge of Night, and yes, General Hospital, because you're going to need a lot of medical care if you keep gossiping and doing all of that stuff. So we're going to make some good changes in our lives. We're going to keep going with an impeccable word, not taking anything personally. And I'm going to talk to you about a serious situation that happened. This is a criminal case based on assumptions that had all of the seven deadly sins tied in with it, with the witnesses, the DA, and they just about put an innocent young man behind bars for decades. Are you ready for this one? Here we go. Episode 12, Don't Make Assumptions. It is okay to say, I don't know. This podcast may contain copyright material not authorized for use by the owner. However, the podcast creator believes that use of this material falls under the fair use exemption. For more information, please refer to section 107 of the Copyright Act. The third agreement, don't make assumptions. It is okay, guys, to say, I don't know. I don't have all the information. I'm not right. I'm wrong. It is okay. It is better just to admit that is where you are. Don't get caught up in making a mess out of things. Too many people are not humble enough or they're prideful. Remember that? One of the seven deadly sins, just prideful or in fear, just from asking clarification. It is okay to admit that you don't know. You get caught up in messes. You make accusations against people that are not fair and not true. And then these stories grow, they're gossip, and people, you know, have these uh, wild stories, wild tales, and they they were never even there. I want to talk to you about this case. It was a murder case that happened uh, years ago, and it involved a young black male who was accused of murdering a jewelry store owner. He was accused of breaking in, wanting to steal jewelry, and then he ended up shooting and killing 
the owner of the store. Now, the police were called right away. There were three witnesses. There was a man who was shopping inside the store who said that he could identify the young man. There was a woman across the street who said she saw the young man running out of the store and she could identify him. And there was a business owner next door who said that he could identify the young man as well, too. Now, a jewelry store has tons of cameras in it, uh, so they also had some video footage. So they had, you know, three witnesses and they had the video footage. So the police canvassed the neighborhood and they ended up arresting arresting a young black male who fit the description of wearing a red t-shirt and jeans and some blue Air Jordans. And all three of the witnesses said, yes, I can identify him. That's exactly what he was wearing. So when they arrested the young man, he was crying and begging for, you know, his life. He said, I did not do that. I was not there. I swear. I promise. Um, They pressured him to confess to the crime. They said, we'll give you a plea deal. Please, you know, come clean. We know you're there. We've got you on video. We've got three witnesses. This is a slam dunk. You know, go ahead and confess so we can move on. And he said, no, he was totally adamant that he did not do that. So they ended up going to trial. Well, this young man, being 16, he didn't he didn't have any money for an attorney, so he had a public defender. And a public defender, you know, it's better that you have your own money to hire an attorney who can work harder and perform better for you. That's the theory, you know, to help prove your innocence. A public defender is hired by the state and everybody's entitled to an attorney. And so this is who he had to work with. So this was a brand new public attorney, a freshman who was assigned this case. And, you know, she did the best that she could. And she uh, counseled him and said, look, if you go to trial, you, you're risking up to 10 to 25 years of your life. And he said, look, ma'am, I did not do this. And she said, well, I'll try to help prove your innocence, but we need you know, to have evidence and prove that you weren't, weren't there. And um, he, you know, being 16, um, he, what's proof to him? He doesn't understand those concepts. So they went to trial They and they decided to try, they put more pressure on him. So they wanted to try him as an adult. And the jury selection was made up of uh, six white males, uh, four white females, and one black male and one black woman. And of course, the DA uh, had to go first to put on the case, and they showed the video footage uh, of the young black male in the red t-shirt with jeans and blue Air Jordans and the gun. And the the person in the video really looked like the 16-year-old person that they had, you know, in court. And all three of the witnesses testified and said, yes, they pointed him out in court and they said, yes, that is him. He was in that red t-shirt. He had jeans on and blue Air Jordans. So the public defender, you know, asked the judge for a recess to go talk to her client because she wanted to let him know this is not looking good. Everybody says this is you. Please tell me, tell me the truth. And he was just in so much fear, but he's just said, it wasn't me. It just wasn't me. So she said, tell me something is, has anything changed on you? Has, can you give me any information, uh, to help me help you? And, um, He did. He gave her a piece of information that was interesting. So she goes back into court. She asked for a recess and the DA was a little upset about it, but the judge allowed it. They came back the next day and she brought in a new witness. And the DA was upset about that too, but the judge allowed it. And the new witness was a dentist. 
the dentist takes the stand and she is questioning him and she says, you know, is this, this one of your patients? And he says, yes, this is my patient. And they, uh, he brought records and he said, in fact, I just had braces taken off of this, uh, uh, defendant here that he was in, uh, you know, months ago and he had braces for two or three years and we finally removed them. Now on the videotape, the person who committed the crime didn't have braces. The three witnesses testified and they never said that he had braces. This, this whole case, they stopped when they found one person who had similar clothes. I mean, a red t-shirt, jeans, and blue tennis shoes. I think I can pull that out of my closet too. And they arrested a 16-year-old boy and tried him as an adult and almost put him away for 10 to 25 years. This riveted the courtroom. People were in shock that they were just about, they were going to commit the crime. I mean, assumptions are just so messy and so hurtful and so painful. We have to ask for clarification. We have to admit that we're wrong or we don't know. And it doesn't mean that we're inferior. We have to be impeccable with our word. We can't take things personally and we just can't make assumptions. When we do that, we help other people live a better life. This is about being a good influence, a good person. And if you are not sure that that is the person who committed the crime, you have no business getting involved in some sort of trial or jury or any of that. We have to learn how to be good people. This story, it it broke my heart. It was a real story. And I just cannot imagine after the... um, the trial, the young man actually passed out. He was so shaken. They had to rush him to the hospital, you know, give him IV fluids and help him. It it just really, really changed his life. It woke him up that, you know, it made him feel, uh, he said that he just never, ever thought that he would be put in a situation like that. And I, I just wanted to share that with you because that is the power of making assumptions you just don't want to do that. You don't even want to be the person who is accusing someone of something, let alone testifying. Clean up your side of the street. I want to thank you for listening. I hope that that story really meant something to you about how to speak and when to speak and what to say. And just get the facts, get the facts, get all the information. When somebody tells you something, make sure to get the facts because when you hear something about someone, you know, we, we make a judgment and you want to make the right judgment. I'll talk to you later. We're going to talk about the fourth agreement. We're going to do our best. How's that? <laughs>